Welcome, everybody, back to the Friar Talk Podcast and YouTube channel. For today's episode, we're going to be talking about the Padres playoff clinching game. Um, they did not win today, but the Brewers lost, so they were able to clinch um, a few days before the season ends, which is actually a really big thing. We're going to talk about kind of what the Padres' strategy should be um, from here on out and kind of what our, our, we think this team's strengths and, and weaknesses are heading into the postseason as well. Um, over the next few days, we're going to have a few videos. Um, tomorrow, we're going to have video out, out about basically like what to watch for in this final few games, like what's the most important stuff now that the Potters have clinched. Um, on Tuesday, we're going to talk about the case for Manny Machado's MVP season um, and like for him basically beating out Goldie and Arenado. Um, and then Wednesday, I don't know if we're going to do a stream or just kind of a, a quick like video on like kind of post game of everything of the season. I'm um, just kind of grading and like doing a, re- a quick recap of the season, most likely a video. Um, Thursday, we'll kind of do a preview into that wildcard series. And then over the weekend, we will be streaming after the game um, each time. I will tell you guys right now, I would like to see the Padres play the Mets because I will be at those games. So I'll probably be streaming off my phone like after the game. That's the case. Um, And I know it's not the best matchup. It's definitely not the best matchup, but that's kind of what I'm rooting for because I want to see them in New York. Um, But with that said, Isaac, how did you feel about the the clinching game today? And and what are your thoughts on this team right now after this – this big day for the Padres. I couldn't stop smiling, man. I mean, it was it was one of those moments where you really look back on all the years. And, of course, you know, it's just sports. You don't want to let sports ruin your day or anything because that's a bad way to live. But, I mean, we haven't seen the Padres go to the postseason since I was, I mean, a real postseason, 162-game postseason since I was six years old. We were six years old. Um, now I'm 22. And I'm finally getting to watch the Padres with Manny Machado, Juan Soto, some of the best players in baseball, be able to go to the postseason. And I, I do think they are a dangerous team going into the postseason. Like we might get overlooked because of the Mets, the Braves, the Dodgers, of course. But right after those three teams, I probably have the Padres right after them. I know the Cardinals are a good team, but dude, the Cardinals play in the weakest division in all of baseball. And the Brewers and Phillies are limping to the finish line. Um so right there, I mean, the Padres are not the – unless the Braves make it, I would say the Padres are the wild card team you might not want to face. I know the Mets are very good. They're on pace to possibly win 100 games. Jacob deGrom does not look very Jacob deGrom-like this month and a little bit of last month. Jacob deGrom has struggled to get to seven innings, 101 pitches, um, has one of the worst ERAs in the sixth inning, and even in the in the first inning. And there are people out there that would rather face the lineup that just destroyed Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer than the, than the Mets. I mean, there's no way, man. I would rather face the Mets. And, I mean, it's valid if you don't want to face Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Like, you can easily say, like, who cares what they've done these this past month or whatever it is. They're Jacob DeGrom and Max Scherzer. Their postseason experience, whatever it is, can come in. Their talent can come in at any time. But the Braves have been almost – just as good, if not maybe a little better than the Dodgers have since like June. I mean, the Mets caught a lot of ground or the Braves caught a lot of ground on the Mets. That's not a team that I want to face. But in terms of just the Padres in general, I feel, I mean, it's a great day today, man. Um, I couldn't be happier. Yes, I understand we did not win, but we clinched. That's all that matters. We know the, the goal at the end of the day without Fernando was you got to get to the postseason and just see what happens from there. Obviously, with Fernando, we're feeling a lot better going into the postseason, but we don't have him. And this team is still on pace to win 88 to 90 games, which is right around where we had them, even with Fernando. Um, 
but that is right around where we had them. So very happy to see that they they're going to their first real postseason since I mean since 2006. San Diego as a city hasn't been to the postseason since 2013. So this is big for the city of San Diego. Yeah, I mean, dude, that's a long time. Wow. And I'll say this. I actually don't remember when the Padres made the playoffs. Like, I know we were six. I don't remember that at all. I I really don't. The the first season I really remember, like, that I, like, clearly, clearly remember was probably when I was, like, 10. Um, And I remember, like, parts of other teams. Like, I remember, like, Khalil Green and PV and stuff. But, like, 10 is, like, the first time where I was, like, super locked in for, like, a full season. I I don't know. Just interesting. This little tidbit about uh, my watching life um but no dude this it's the big deal dude because we're we're talking about it like going into the season it's it was make or break to to make the playoffs like if you don't make the playoffs you're probably firing aj preller um now did he make a huge deadline swing yes but if we're being 100 percent honest i don't think that's like necessarily the reason that the padres made the playoffs i think the reason that the padres made the playoffs is because their pitching was so much better than last year and Manny Machado was an MVP caliber player and their lineup wasn't even that good, but like they played pretty smart baseball for the most part. We got to see Aussie and Kim have a tremendous defensive season. Um, we only had half of Eric Hosmer at first base, which was nice. Cronenworth uh, did the same. Like they, they were a very good defensive team. I feel like I would, I would kind of want to see like what the overall team stats are on that. Um, and Isaac, if we do do like a kind of grading every facet of the Padres season, we'll have to look into what their fielding was because I feel like that was a lot better than last year as well. Like outside of the starting pitching Mm -hmm. Um, today, I saw a lot of people talking about that. It's really weird that the Padres clinched and they didn't win. I don't really think it's that weird. Like you're, you play so many games in baseball that it's more about like, okay, we got to the point where we clinched it. I guess it's a little bit strange. I mean, I was hoping for Alfaro to hit a walk-off when he came up. I was like, no way, bro. He's up again. He's up in another walk-off situation, but unfortunately we we didn't get to see it but i didn't think it was like odd that they were celebrating like i think that's super normal like you make the playoffs every single team celebrates when they make the playoffs um and i'm sure there's been teams this year that have clinched and celebrated like the same way um when they've lost so i think um i think going into it now that we've kind of talked i mean we didn't really talk about this series too much i think the series as a whole you you hit off i don't know dude like it they, they didn't really have much offense that's where i'm concerned i'm concerned about the offense I feel really confident about your one, two, three pitching wise. Um, Snell has looked really good. Darvish has looked really good. I would have liked to see the Padres do better against the White Sox. I mean, they two of these games, they scored one run. The White Sox pitching is pretty solid though. So I think yeah, that's also yeah. something to know. Um, I will say one thing that I'm super happy about, like kind of ending the season on this mm-hmm. is that dude, you just, you're going up against so many like ACE caliber pitchers in this final week of the year. This homestand is like against so many high end pitchers. You're going to face, like, let's see who the, I don't exactly know who the Giants rotation is, but I'm pretty sure you're going to, yeah, you're facing Red Rodon and, uh, and Cobb. Like, you're facing, Cobb's all right. Like, you're facing Rodon. So that's like another ace caliber pitcher, right? So I think that's a good way to end the season. Um, but yeah, I think this was a huge game. I Not a huge game, but a huge kind of, I don't know, stepping stone, I guess, for the season. And I think your hope is definitely that they're going to keep going, that we get to see this rotation pitch deep. Um but I did want to talk to you a little bit about this because I know we probably won't go super deep in this one just because we're going to be having a bunch of content out this week um, and also Sunday Night Football starting a little bit. But what are you kind of thinking in terms of what the Padres should do for the rest of the season in terms of their strategy? So basically, should they keep trying to win? Should they pitch Musgrove tomorrow? It's very clear that um, 
that they're probably not going to pitch anyone on Tuesday and Wednesday. But should they pitch Musgrove tomorrow, or should they basically go into full tank for the sixth seed? Or kind of tank, or what do you think their strategy should be right now? And I'll let you go first because I'm, I feel pretty strongly about what I'm going to say afterwards. But Isaac, what are you kind of thinking about that? Um, I don't know what they should do tomorrow, but I know the second to last game and the last game you should have. Second to last game should be a bullpen day of some sort. Whoever it is, doesn't matter. The third game you should have Manaya. It really, I don't care how many pitches he has to throw to get there, but throw at least six or seven. Um, because at the end of the day, like, yeah, Joe Musgrove is supposed to pitch tomorrow. If Joe Musgrove wasn't dealing with a little bit of arm fatigue, I'd be okay with him pitching tomorrow. I'd be perfectly fine. Like I, I want him out there pitching because I want, I'm, I don't, I want to win. I want to go into the postseason hot, but you don't want to mess with that, man. You don't, that's your number three, possibly going into the playoffs. So in a game three situation, you probably have to have Joe Musgrove throw you don't want him dealing with arm fatigue in, in a possible elimination game. So you need to have him fresh. Don't throw him tomorrow um, or whatever day it is. Don't throw him because he's already dealing with arm fatigue. Why Why make it even worse than it already is? Let him get another, another rest and take it from there. But I know that second game, you give the bullpen. They don't even got to be good arms too. Like, uh, like Renz's rad here said, Weather, Grimm, and Kinnear. Cool. Let them each go three. Even if we get destroyed, let them each go three. And we're we're looking perfectly fine. Then you set up Manaya for like six or seven innings. And then you have one of those guys go maybe even an inning each again, because who cares? Um, you need the bullpen to be fresh and you need your starters to be fresh. Because realistically, I'll tell you what, I don't want to face the Braves. That is the last team I want to face. I pray to God we don't face the Braves because I, I was talking about it on the last live stream I was on. I was saying, dude, the Braves with their power, second in slugging, second in home runs, one of the top teams in average. Do they strike out a lot? Yeah, kind of, but that doesn't really matter. That's the game of baseball now. With that power, they could end us in one inning. They could put up five in one inning, and we will not be able to come back because we don't have that kind of power. We can't do that. You know who can't do that as well? The Mets. A lot of people keep looking into these pitching matchups, not realizing that the lineup you face makes a huge difference. That lineup over there in, in Atlanta, pff, no thanks. No thanks. But the Mets, I'm pretty sure Starling Marte is not feeling good right now. And they rank maybe a little ahead of us in terms of power and average, but they're not the same as the Braves. So, um, in I think Isaac's cutting out a little bit. Um, I know he's cutting. Isaac, are you talking? Yeah. Okay, you're back. You're back. You're back. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, what you need to do is you need to have your starters facing Carlos Rodon. You need to get your starters ready for playoff pitching matchup or whoever else is pitching. I don't know whoever else is pitching. If it's Webb, you got to have them pitch, play against Webb too. But other than that, don't start Musgrove. Don't start. That is a recipe for it, it, San Diego sports, guys. It's a curse. Um it might be a recipe for disaster if you start Joe Musgrove. So I said I felt pretty strongly. If the Padres throw Joe Musgrove tomorrow, I don't think they have any idea what they're doing as an organization. Two years ago, in both of their last start of the season, the Nelson Lamette and Mike Clevenger basically had Tommy John level injuries. I know 
Lamette didn't actually get Tommy John, but it was the same injury. Elbow injuries out for the postseason. The Padres season virtually ended when those two guys went down. If you were to throw Musgrove, now what's the percent that that happens? So low, so low. But if you were to throw Joe Musgrove and he gets hurt, your season is over. That is crazy. Do not do that. Now, in terms of staying competitive, kind of staying in rhythm and stuff, for the offense, totally agree. The only thing I would do is Manny Machado with DH for all three of these games. That would be the only thing I do. Everything else, you know, you keep hitting the guys, you you keep the guys in the lineup. Um, I don't think you tank like that hard. Maybe the final game of the season, you take them out. Like maybe after Tuesday, you take them out. But you shouldn't really be trying to win these games. Um, where was the? Where was it? Where was it? Pitch Weathers, Grooman, <laughs> and Reese Kinnear. There's if they don't pitch these guys, and it doesn't have to be them. I always say throughout the, but like this makes the most sense. One of these guys could be the fifth starter next year. I mean, three guys, only three guys are under control. So it's kind of like, Hey, y'all get it. Y'all get to start at the end of the year. Um, kind of first step of like competing for that fifth starting job next year. Um, but it literally makes no sense to throw Joe Musgrove. I will be, I will be so upset if they throw Joe Musgrove, especially because of the recent history with this team where it absolutely burned them throwing guys late in the year. Just don't do it. And on top of that, forget the injury stuff. The six seed path is so much better. So, like, ideally, you don't want to like tank to lose because, like, I get it. like you maybe don't want to truly tank to lose or to tank to get yeah. the six. But if you get the six, that's better. You don't want to get your guys out of a rhythm, so you keep the starters in terms of your lineup. But there's literally no reason to, to have the pitching come in. And also, Isaac, you brought up like having pitched like three innings. No, dude. Have him go six, bro. Have Weathers go in there. If he allows 15 runs, so be it. He allows 15 runs. That's what it is. <laughs> There's Don't burn out your bullpen. Don't do anything like that. Um, maybe if you can. I, I don't know how many guys are really truly going to be able to call up just because like, you don't want to use a bunch of options for like one game. So it kind of depends. If, if they're losing control, guys, if they're not really going to have an opportunity, then that's fine. I don't really know. I don't really think it makes it makes much sense in terms of like sending everyone down. But those three guys should be pitching each of those games. And they should pitch six innings each, like five, six innings. Um, that's what I hope it happens. I don't want them to change the lineup, though. I think that'd be crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I do. I will be. I will be so upset if they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna rock with Musgrove tomorrow." If Musgrove was to get hurt, that would go down as one of the stupidest management decisions ever. Like, right. what are you doing, bro? You already did this twice. You already had this happen with two guys. You guys remember Davies and Paddock and bullpen day in the playoffs? Oof. You remember facing the Dodgers? Oh, what you do it and then you go face the Dodgers again in the playoffs with with a fake rotation, bro? What are we doing? Like, it would be ridiculous. So I would be I would be very very upset if that happens. But I, I do feel pretty strongly about Isaac. I don't know. I, I I don't think it's that ridiculous though. It's not. I mean, I just for me, uh, maybe I don't feel as strongly about it. I just don't want to throw Musgrove. I mean, he's already kind of struggling in the second half, and now that we know, like, all right, fatigue's kind of starting to set in with him. Now we know, okay, let's just let him rest because you need him as fresh as, as he can possibly be for the playoffs. So if fatigue's really starting to set in, it's affecting his performance as of late, there's no reason to, to let him throw tomorrow. Um, but, I mean, I don't know, man. I feel like from a lineup perspective, it's very hard to determine, but I think the Padres got a shot. A lot of people are going to overlook the Padres because – They've gotten destroyed by the Dodgers, and I mean they beat the Braves in in the season series, I believe. But the Braves were at the coldest point in their season. <laughs> I don't know if they'd beat the Braves right now. 
Um, the Cardinals beat the Cardinals. I mean, they took the season series, but recent series, we beat the Cardinals. Brewers beat the Brewers. Um, and then the Mets beat the Mets. I think this Padres team is going to get slept on a little bit because they don't have, you know, their lineup isn't putting up the type of runs that we kind of expect them to, considering they have Manny Machado, Juan Soto, Josh Bell, Brandon Jury. But that's kind of the luxury of it is that that lineup can put up four plus, five plus runs if they really get hot. Like, you know, if they, if they can all sign with, you just really need Manny and Soto to put the team on their backs and let the rest of the guys just, you know, do their jobs, have a guy get hot here and there. But Manny and Juan Soto do need to carry the load. Um, but I mean, this is the fifth seed is a very hard path to the to the World Series, especially if you got to fit. I mean, facing the Mets, like I talked about earlier, it is tough considering the pitching matchups. But I think you Darvish and Blake Snell can go out there and hang with. <laughs> it might sound a little absurd to say, but Max Scherzer and Jacob DeGrom. Um, I really do. I, they can at least keep us in the games. Now, game three, you probably have Chris Bassett against um, Joe Musgrove. I feel pretty decent about that one, too. So. That's the team I would rather face if we get the fifth seed. If not, please bring me the Cardinals, man. Bring me the Cardinals. I feel so much better facing the Cardinals. Like, do they have two MVP caliber players right now? Manny just passed them both in F War, by the way. Um, do they have two MVP caliber players right now? Or two of the top three MVP candidates right now? Yeah. But I mean, I think our lineup competes perfectly fine with them and i think our pitching is better than theirs so i mean i don't know i feel like they're all tough matchups but there is one obvious one that we would all like more yeah bro i'm i'm totally with you um what, okay what do you think about like kind of like state forget like the path and stuff because i feel like we've we, we've talked that a little bit but before we take off i want to i want to just talk about this team in general too like just kind of where we feel, feel overall about comfortability now i would probably say lineup is is the least comfortable um starters probably second because there's three guys i feel comfortable two guys i'm super confident in i feel i guess comfortable with musgrove i don't feel that great about clev and obviously manaya is not pitching in the playoffs um but i think the thing i'm most kind of confident in right now the bullpen yeah bullpen, bullpen has been pretty good dude like the bullpen has been good for over like a couple months now and you look at who's there Drew Pomerantz was never able able to come back. Um, you would have liked to have him in this thing. I don't know what happened to him coming back. He was supposed to come back a long, long. He was supposed oh, to come back um, last season, bro. Yeah, man. But, yeah. but I mean, you look at it. Um, haters looked a little bit better. Pierce Johnson has been back. Morahone, if you give him one inning, I don't know why they pitch him two innings. Sometimes it makes no sense at all. Um, Suarez has put up a really good year. Garcia's been pretty solid. Like Tim Hills put up a really strong second half. Like there's a lot of guys that are probably going to pitch because you're going to pitch. You pitch a lot more of your bullpen in the playoffs than you do in the regular season. Yes, generally. Mm -hmm. I'm a lot. I'm. I think it helps the Padres a lot that their bullpens, instead of being like how last season it was very good at the beginning of the year and then it kind of fell off in the second half. It's almost like the opposite this year where it was not very good at the beginning of the season and then it's progressively got better and better and better outside of like the hater hiccup and then hater getting it together. I mean, haters thrown like eight or nine scrolls. I think it is now. Um, so I feel a lot better about this bullpen now. And I think that's one of the stronger kind of groups of this team, which helps a lot. But in terms of like what they got to do, I mean, you said it, you got to have Soto Manny put this team on their backs. 
I think you're going to need some big time hits from guys that are unexpected. You're going to have to have Profar or Myers or Bell like come up with a huge knock in, in one of these games in the wild card series if you're going to end up moving on. Like you, that, you have to have that. You have to have guys um, that aren't your superstar players step up as well. Um, but they're going to really need Manny and Soto to supply some power and to really ball out because we've seen that there's still power question marks with this team. Um, even though they go and they add the bats at the deadline, like that's still an issue. So you're going to need someone bro. you're going to watch freaking get like a Grisham, like super clutch knock or something like, like, bro. that's the thing about the playoffs is that like everything is highlighted so much more. We're like, yeah, Grisham hasn't got a hit. It feels like in like, in like four months, but he comes up and he has like a multi-hit game with an RBI and oh dude, Grisham's a hero. Grisham's so clutch, you know, like, but it makes it so much, it's so exciting. So I'm really hoping we do get to see that. Um, but yeah, if if we're talking least comfortable, I am worried about the lineup still, which is it's crazy to say, bro, because like you go and you trade for all those guys. But um, recent yeah. trends over like a month, they've been better. Last couple games, not as good. So like it's kind of, it's a weird spot to be in. And that's why I think they shouldn't change at the lineup over this past series, this final series. Yeah, you got to, you got to get them rolling, man. You definitely got to get them rolling. Um, I am a little concerned about the lineup. I was going to say they're kind of like the Brewers from last year, but the Padres have so much more firepower than the Brewers in terms of lineup, man. They just need to put the ball. They just need to hit some bombs, man. Like that's kind of what's been killing that. That's if, if we play the Braves, that will be the Padres downfall. If they do not hit home runs, that will be the end of the Padres season. Um, And, and trust me, you, you're not going to feel much better facing Max Freed than you are Jacob DeGrom at all. That's two Cy Young caliber players right there. Um, so let's see, let's see what the let's see what the Padres do these next three three games. Um, Joe Musgrove is supposed to be on the boat tomorrow. Hopefully he's not. Um, and and I'm super glad that the Padres are finally back in the postseason, man. Obviously, 2020, it was a very exciting season. Um, but realistically, in a 162 game season, you would have lost to Nelson Lamette after the 60th game, meaning the rest of the season looking doom and gloom. Um, so now Potters are going in with Blake Snell, you Darvish, and Joe Musgrove as probably their first starting three. You Darvish having, I mean, I feel like it's been kind of quiet for you Darvish. Nobody's been talking about it too much, but you Darvish is having one of the better seasons out of in, in all of the MLB. Blake Snell's been getting some quite quite a bit of attention as of late because of his amazing uh, second half. Those two guys on, in the first two games, I'm gonna feel super confident. Um, I think they can go they can go toe to toe with anyone right now. Um, you Darvish, I'm pretty sure has had a good start against the Braves. I know Blake Snell might have had a struggling start against the Mets recently. Um, I can't exactly bring up their stats against both teams, but nonetheless, it'll be a very exciting series. Uh, if we do play the Mets or the Braves and obviously the Cardinals kind of give us a little bit of nightmares because that was the same team that bounced us in 2006. But, and it's crazy. They got the same guys, Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina and Adam Wainwright. Um, that's, that's crazy. But nonetheless, I, I feel comfortable facing them. I don't think we're going to face them. I think, I think the Brewers and the Phillies are struggling so hard that it's like a competition to not make the playoffs. They're like, basically handing it to the other team and the team's not taking it. Uh, so I do think one of those teams will be the sixth seed. Um, let's just see how it goes, man. I'm very excited to see what happens these next three games. 
Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. So I got a couple banger comments down here. Um, this one's great. Um, I'm not a Chargers fan, but I think this is very accurate. <laughs> hey, I it's hate just, that guy, dude. I but also, I was going to say. I was watching the game today, and I'm like, bro, why do we keep handing it to Joshua Kelly, to Sony Michelle? It's 27. It's like 24 to 7 or 27 to 7. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, we should probably score another touchdown, at least try scoring another touchdown or two, keep passing it, because we know how this goes. And nonetheless, it goes the way that we expect. But, yeah, that guy's trash. Um, I was going to say, bro, I don't think it's right to Michael Bredard to be comparing him to Lombardi. Yeah, bro. Lombardi's, Lombardi. been, Lombardi's been terrible. Bredard just has terrible. no help. Bredard's, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think we can really blame Bredard. And we've talked about this. Do I think Bredard's been good? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but think we can really blame him. And then, yeah, at, at the same time, it's like the Padres have gone through a hitting coach every year. At one point, you got to stop blaming the hitting coach. Yeah, exactly. Dude, exactly. That's my thought. Uh, and I was going to say this. This is also a great one. I'll pitch in the Giants series, and then Isaac, you play shortstop. <laughs> <and> come- <laughs> hey, I'm with it, man. I, 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 I really do think it makes makes most sense. Um, yeah, let's tank for six. I, I think that it makes the most sense, but I don't want to see them not start their – yeah, yeah. That's the only thing. Yeah. Quick before we go, who do you got coming out of the AL? Um and who do you really want to see? I mean, of course you want to see him face the Cardinals, but if you were to pick Mets or Braves and everyone else in the chat, if you were to pick, who would you pick and why? I've already said who and why. Yeah, yeah. So you're <laughs> saying that and who do we got who do I got coming out of the AL? Yeah. Um AL I'll probably take the Astros. Yeah, I'm taking the Astros. I think the Astros have been the best team in the AL. Like, not maybe consistently, but they're just like always in the mix, like every year. I don't know. I feel the most comfortable with the Astros, but in terms of who the the Padres should play, I mean, you already know I want to see the Mets, but I also think the Mets are a better matchup if you're if you're only comparing them to the Braves. Yes. So because I think you're right, dude. Like the Mets, like their guys aren't pitching that well. Now, the Grom is literally like he's kind of been struggling, believe it or not, over like five mm-hmm. or six starts. Um, he's actually human. Look at that. Um, but Scherzer hasn't really been struggling, but he just did get rocked yesterday. Um, and the only thing is the Mets are winning right now. And I guess this is kind of the game that looks like it's mostly going to decide it. I think out of the three opponents, though, <clears throat> I think the Braves are easily the one you want to face the least. Yes. Yes, definitely. <laughs> that is not the lineup you want to see. Yeah, the, uh, I got the Astros coming out of the the AL also. I just think they're a very good team, and they're always right there. But, um, of course, you guys, for whoever turned tuned into the last live stream, all you guys tuning in now, you guys can probably tell by now that I'd rather face the Mets. If people are talking about it right here, most, most people are saying the Mets too. Basically, everyone's saying the Mets. Um New York because they don't slug. Yeah, I mean, I think that's right. And then Juan said Blue Jays. That'd be cool, dude. I would love to see the. Blue oh, Jays I'd come love out. to see the Blue Jays come out. Yeah. Mariners, Mariners would be sick if, if That'd they. Be cool too. Devin says he thinks they're gonna upset the Astros. That would be dope. That would be dope. I mean, I'm always rooting for the Astros to lose. That's just kind of. I know it's like it's a long time ago with all that, and there's like five teams that were doing it, but I still like to root for the Astros to lose. It just Me it too, is what it man. is. Um, I like them at times. Have the Braves meet the Dodgers and have them beat each other up. Dude, that's why you don't want to face one of those teams. But I don't really – that wouldn't really happen. And Or I guess if they're a wild card. If, if they get the four seed and we get the six seed. That's best scenario. That's, yeah. that's best case. That would, that would actually be kind of nice. Because then you would face <laughs> the Mets second round. 
Yeah. Dude, exactly. the Mets second round is actually really good because then you don't have to, out of two of your three, potentially two to your first two games, you don't have to go and go, okay, well, we lost. Like, even if you went and lost those games, you could still rip off three wins. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I think it helps getting the, the extra games there. Um, okay. <laughs> Justin says, Bob Melvin says, Manaya will start game I'm one afraid. in a while. You're really scaring me. <laughs> Um, if we beat the Mets, I think we can ride the momentum. That's another thing about the Mets, dude. You beat the Mets, you're like, yeah, we just went through DeGrom and Scherzer. That's a lot of confidence that you're adding into. And in, in just like, I think that helps a lot. I, I think that has a huge factor in baseball more than other sports. Um, of kind of like, yeah, we beat DeGrom. We can be, any, we can go up and like, say they rock DeGrom game one. There is not a better way to start the playoffs. Yeah. Than rocking that guy that is highly, pretty much regarded as like, yeah, he's definitely the best pitcher in the league. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like I hear really anyone else talk like, oh, he's not the most talented. Obviously, he's been hurting stuff, but like in terms of talent, he's he's a guy. Even mm-hmm. if he's struggling, doesn't matter. Like you still see his pitch. It, bro, they don't even like they, they don't even make sense. He's throwing no, sliders don't. that are straight gas. Yeah. He's throwing he's throwing sliders that are faster than like than like Musgrove. Then Musgrove's fastball right now with yeah. that arm, dude. Like and and the Padres are the worst hitting team when it comes to facing high velocity. They are the worst. So I mean, if you go and do that, it's kind of like, all right, who can we not beat? Also, that's a classic one to zero Padres win written all over it. Like if you yeah. guys have watched yeah. Degrom, if, if you remember how Degrom starts have gone, Degrom comes out and it's like, oh, how did Degrom do today? Oh, he it's went. Great. He went eight innings, struck out 15, and allowed a run. But he got no run support. <laughs> and he got the L. 1-0. <laughs> that happens so much, bro. Like, oh, I would I would love that. Um, no, dude, I, re- I really hope that – I really hope that it's the Mets. Me too. But I think, um, I think that might be it. So I said it, as, I said it at the beginning of the show, but we're going to be doing a, a post-game stream for every game uh, during the playoffs. Um, we'll also do like keys to the game basically like before each game as well. But for the rest of the kind of regular season tomorrow, we're going to have a video out on kind of what to watch for in this last series kind of here and also around the league as well. Um, Tuesday, we're going to talk about Manny Machado, kind of his, his MVP case, um, because I definitely think there's a bigger case than most people are kind of just putting out there. I, I think that there's, I mean, you already brought it up, bro. He leads the, he leads the league in F4. Yeah. He leads Is that the, what you said? He, he passed, he, leads the, he passed Goldie and Arenado. So we're going to talk about that. That'll be a super fun episode, I think. And that'll be on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, after the game, we'll kind of do a full season recap of, of this team. So um, we'll be going over over that. And then Thursday, we'll kind of do a preview for that wild card matchup. And then every day, hopefully it's a, a lot of streams over this next uh, this this next month in October here and a little bit yeah. in November. That's that's ideal. But Potter's bat's got to get hot. Um, and pitching, you just got to keep riding these, these arms because they've been fantastic lately. So... Snell, Darvish, does your one-two. You're going to kind of just hope that those guys can take you real far in the playoffs. So um, we'll see what, what the Padres do, what they do with all this stuff. If they do pitch Musgrove tomorrow, I'm going to be very pissed. If you guys are on Twitter, I'm probably going to be just ripping the shit out of the Padres um, like one day after clinching the playoffs. But I will be furious because I don't think it makes any sense. But with that said, um, enjoy the the Padres pl- uh, clinching the playoffs and enjoy uh, Sunday Night Football because pretty good matchup tonight. So uh, we'll have a video out tomorrow and we'll be talking to you guys a lot over the next few weeks. See you guys.